Hi, this is Prank Sam. Uh, welcome to this week's live webinar. We're starting a new series, uh, which is um, directly aimed at um, looking at in a deep dive at UK tax returns for expats living and working abroad, or, or just expats in the UK and investing in the UK. Uh, to look at both of those uh, options that they've got as far as uh, their their tax status. So even if you're an expat living and working abroad, you could still have a liability to a UK tax return, depending upon what your incomes are. So um, depending on the double taxation treaty and where you're working, the UK have got some arrangements whereby you would uh, have to declare and pay tax in the UK on income that is deemed to be fixed. That could include government service pensions, could include capital sales of investments or crypto uh, or property, but it also includes property rental income. So this uh, webinar here, where we're looking at today, is just looking exclusively at the, the tax planning options for investors in UK property and, and real estate. And uh, from the perspective of expats, whether you're an expat living in the UK and investing or whether you're an expat living abroad uh, and want to take advantage or stay in the, the UK property market. Um, so if we, first of all, we take it from the UK perspective, January is the time we chose to focus with our, our Wednesday webinars live because what we wanted to do was uh, cover uh, it, 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 situations where the personal tax return submission deadline is the end of uh, January uh, 31st each year. So anybody who's got a, a, a tax return requirement up until the 5th of April 2021, that return is now due in. So even if you're a non-resident expat, if you've got property rental income in the UK, then you've got an obligation to complete that return. So you might have other reasons to complete that return. Proact Partnership can help you on that as well. We cover a range of areas as you can see behind me, uh, as well as res residency, uh, looking at the uh, uh, cover for property and, and business uh, affairs, as well as pensions. Um, now, if you are an individual investor in UK retail property, the liability that you're going to have, it depends. Uh, so uh, an a property owned in your own name, say it was your main home in the UK, you go to live abroad uh, and you rent it out. Um, that, that rental income in your name, you can't allow uh, mortgage uh, loan interest payments against that. Uh, so that, that is a restriction, but you can uh, offset it against any uh, property costs and property management costs for, for the rental. Um, but it gives an expat the opportunity to use their personal allowance in the UK. So UK personal allowance is fixed for the next five years at 12,570. So let's call that around figure 12,500. So a couple could actually earn uh, 25,000 pounds net rental income a year in the UK and not pay any UK income tax. Now, it might affect their tax liability in another jurisdiction where, where they are tax resident, uh, 
but as um, if you've got no other income in the UK, UK property rental income is a very tax efficient way to enjoy up to £25,000 of income between a, a couple. Um, <clears throat> once you get over that 12500 as an individual, then you start paying basic rate tax on that income, which is 20%. So if you've got a, a, a government service pension or you've got other income in the UK, then the property rental is added on to that and it's going to be taxed at 20%. And if you go over the 50,000 level into high rate tax, you're paying 40% tax. And if you go over 150,000, then you've got a 45% liability. So you can offset the expenses against that, the rental agent costs, the tax return costs, which you can pay to ProAct, um, but not the loan costs. So um, for a small uh, property portfolio, uh, individual holdings of property is very tax efficient, but uh, for larger, it becomes very expensive very soon. And the other thing that we need to uh, be aware of in the UK is that when you sell that property, you've got a capital gains tax liability. So an individual with their own or main residence that is um, not um, um, <clears throat> their own or main residence in the UK uh, is capital gains tax free, but all other properties have a capital gains tax and the residential capital gains tax rate in the UK is up to 28% for high rate taxpayers and 18% for, for basic rate taxpayers. So if you've got uh, uh, a total income of pensions and earnings and property rental below 50,000 and you sell, you'll be paying 18% capital gains tax or 28 if you go over the 50,000 mark. So it's quite an expensive tax, but it can still be a profitable investment uh, to bear in mind. And when you sell that property, um, you now, from October 2021, have to do a tax return on the sale within 60 days of selling the property, uh, just to confirm the capital gains tax. So obviously expats at the end of the year under self-assessment rules need to submit uh, a tax return confirming the capital gain, but there needs to be initial capital gains tax return after the sale. And again, this is a service that ProAct offer our retained clients and our online clients to do a, a UK capital gains tax return uh, once they've completed a, a conveyance of a property. Um, so UK property can become very uh, expensive very, very quickly, but expats can use the allowance uh, to make savings and in a good UK property capital market. So it can be quite effective. <clears throat> when you, you consider your other jurisdictions, so if we consider A Cyprus jurisdiction, <clears throat> Cyprus wouldn't charge any additional income taxes, <clears throat> but they have some other advantages uh, for expats which uh, need to be considered. And it's the same <clears throat> in the UK. Um, <clears throat> if you've got a larger portfolio and your income is going to be higher, then you can consider owning the property portfolio through a limited company. Um, so the good news is then is with a, a UK limited company, a flat rate tax is 19% in other jurisdictions like Cyprus, the, the corporation 
tax is a flat rate, 12.5%. So you can pay considerably a lower and capped at a flat rate tax. You don't get the personal allowances, but then you can pay the income as a, uh, uh, as dividends. So the, the profit on the rental is taxed at 19%. And then you've got an additional dividend tax to pay. Um, but with a, a lending UK property through a limited company, the cost of the mortgages and loans can be offset against that uh, purchase price. So it becomes a, can become a lower profit, a lower rates, fixed rate of uh, corporation tax, you could still pay yourself, uh, you know, a twelve and a half thousand salary to get your personal allowance in the UK, and the balance by dividends, which for a basic rate taxpayer in the UK is seven and a half percent, and it rises to thirty-two and a half percent for high rate taxpayers. That's where the total income uh, on a UK tax return assessment is over fifty thousand. <clears> so that, that that can be quite quite effective. For an expat, if they're living in a jurisdiction like Cyprus, the dividend tax is zero. So uh, a, a, an expat, as an investor, whether they're investing in shares or their own company, generating dividends, that dividend is zero. doesn't matter how much you can earn a million pound in dividends, it's zero tax if you're an expat tax resident in Cyprus. So a Cyprus tax resident, owning a, a property portfolio through a limited company in the UK can earn potentially um, a, a million pounds or 100,000 in property rental income as dividends and not pay any uh, tax in Cyprus. They will have a corporation tax liability, but no uh, dividend tax liability. So for a small portfolio, the individual investor has got the 12,500 person allowance to offset against tax. That doesn't exist with a property company portfolio. But the property company can use the allowance of the loan, the mortgage loan in financing the property to offset against expenses to reduce the maximum flat rate tax to 19%. Um, so larger portfolios are usually better held in uh, uh, in a company. Um, different companies around the world can, could hold those. It doesn't need to be a UK company that, that's holding that portfolio. But the um, property rental liability will always be liable in, in the UK. Um, have in mind as well that if you're investing through a, a company portfolio, there's no capital gains tax on the sale of that property. But there is the 19% um, flat rate corporation tax. So a, a personal investor in UK property has got 18 or 28% capital gains tax on sale. Uh, a property portfolio held within a company has got a maximum flat rate tax liability on any profit from the sale, which in the UK is 19%. Somewhere like Cyprus, it is is 12.5% on, on that profit, but no capital gains for, for an overseas company investing in, in UK uh, property. So it could be that um, a larger portfolio could be held within uh, a company. And if you've got that portfolio in a personal uh, name at the moment, that, that could be quite expensive. Unfortunately, 
uh, transferring from a personal uh, portfolio to a company portfolio is not, not simple. It has to be a conveyance on a case-by-case basis for each property and stamp duties apply on that conveyance. So there could be a one-off stamp duty um, of 5 to 10% that's payable, transferring from a personal ownership to, to, uh, uh, to a limited company. So that's something to, to bear in mind. Um, but then you offset, and the, the capital gain will be applied if a person, an individual, is, is selling and giving up that property to their, their company portfolio. But if you're starting to build a property portfolio and you build it through a company, it can be very tax efficient long term with the lending and the finance. Don't forget this exchange of information as well. So in the past, uh, expats um, uh, might have had a holiday let and, and rented that out without declaring the income back in the UK or, or, or declaring it in their country of taxes. And exchange of information has been running for a few years now anti-money laundering regulations mean that from uh, April 2020, all UK uh, property agents are tax agents as well. And they are actively um, uh, looking to, uh, having to report uh, the income for that individual to the UK tax authorities. Um, For property rental income, you have a liability in the UK. You may have a liability in your overseas jurisdiction. If you deliberately don't declare that income, whether it's from an overseas property let or, um, in the UK or elsewhere, or from a, a long-term let, then you, um, a criminal the tax is a criminal item, and they can the uh, tax people can go back up to twenty years if they believe a deliberate evasion and avoidance of of declaring the income and paying the tax. It's better to organise your affairs in a tax-efficient way uh, so that you can minimise your your tax liability in the long term, either as an individual investor or as a company portfolio. In the longer term, um, you've got to consider the uh, inheritance tax. Um, So the last tax return anybody does is inheritance tax return after the death to settle the estate. Um, gifting property in the UK to family, uh, spouse, or, um, uh, or maybe uh, other close family members can can uh, avoid capital gains tax uh, at, at the point of gift and potentially avoid inheritance tax on death. It means that the, the person acquiring the property will have a capital gains tax liability going forward, but that, that can be deferred by making that gift uh, uh, of the property um, or the gift of the company owning the property uh, to the next of kin. So something to to look out for and something that that should be considered um, for a family that wants to plan ahead to avoid uh, capital gains and and inheritance taxes. Uh, domicile and, and non-residents are part of the UK tax return. So when you're filling out your uh, UK uh, tax return to declare your UK property rental, an expat is also declaring their current non-residents and domicile status. And that, again, updates everybody in the UK as to the property that you own, 
the domicile status, your tax residence, and, and your assets. Inheritance tax, even if you're non-domiciled in the UK, is still chargeable on UK assets. So again, it's something to plan to avoid. So it's a very complex area. I hope we've give, done it some justice for you in this meeting. I'm sorry about my croggy throat. <coughs> Just to reinforce it. Um, if you go online at productpartnership.com, got lots of information and guidance. We've got a retained client service for expats living and working abroad around the world, where from £30 a month, you can have direct access to our consultants for guidance on uh, tax, uh, wills, inheritance tax, uh, visa residence, as well as property and, and business uh, and investment. Um, there's some, uh, you don't plan your life around uh, saving tax, but once your family's agreed on a strategy and you're, for your family and business, there's tax planning that can be done. And if that's cross-border and down generations, private partnership can help you. And you can contact us at productpartnership.com for a free review uh, and guidance or join as a retained client and we can give you that consultation and get your tax returns. If you're an expat and you think you've got a liability, even if it's to be cautious and do a nil return and you want to get that done in January um, uh, for the last year, uh, contact us quickly and we'll get that done for you by the end of the year. And... Um, Beyond that, if you, you're looking to relocate and you're, you're looking to invest in property or you want to improve the tax efficiency of your UK portfolio, contact us uh, at Living and Working Board, uh, the Product Partnership website. Thanks very much for listening. And we'll see you again next time.